So today's jargon term uh, is echoics. This is a term that you will hear from time to time. Let's start with the actual definition, echoics. It is an elementary verbal operant involving a response that is evoked by a verbal discriminative stimulus that has point-to-point -point correspondence and formal similarity with the response. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why we do the jargon of the day, because first day of autism, if you understand this, then it's because you already have a master's degree or a doctorate in psychology. Hello! Uh, <laughs> if you're overwhelmed and underslept, this definition is not going to help you to do anything. This is why we do <laughs> the jargon of the day. So let's move on to our working definition of echoics. Echoics is repeating something immediately after it's said. Okay, well that we can get our heads wrapped around, right? If you think of the word and the root in the word echo, that when somebody says something and somebody echoes it back, that's echoics. Now one of the things that we see with kiddos on the autism spectrum is that sometimes that doesn't naturally occur at the time that it does for typically developing kids. You know I hate that term. but. Um, for our kids on the spectrum, sometimes the echoics just doesn't come up. In fact, sometimes it doesn't come up till later. Um, I know a lot of people around the age of four when they've started working with their kids and getting them the help and support that they need, good quality ABA, all of a sudden the kids will drop into the echoics portion of them creating and building language. And I know that um, as a parent that sometimes it panics you because in a four-year-old we tend to call it parroting. Oh, you know, he's just parroting back. He doesn't understand what he's saying. He's just parroting it back. And it brings up feelings of, you know, oh my gosh, we're never going to get there. He doesn't understand. It is a normal, normal step in the development of language, echoing. Uh, it's sort of like trying on dresses, right, <laughs> to see what fits, how it sounds. It helps build the musculature so that you can produce good sound. It is an absolutely appropriate stage of development whenever it comes, right? Um, so for those of you whose children are starting to gain language and you're seeing this phase, you know, continue with what you're doing and hopefully you have good quality ABA and good speech therapy support, but know that you're not going, if you have those things, you are not going to stay in that parroting phrase. Yes, some of our kids do something that we call scripting where they will repeat a phrase over and over. That's different than echoics. Echoics is I said it, you repeated it. If you think about it, it's a really great teaching tool. We use it all the time, especially with younger kids, but honestly, if you went into any any eighth grade Spanish class, right? The teacher is going to be standing up in front of the class and she's going to say, you know, azul, and she's going to then look to the class and ask them to repeat it after her. They're echoing back. It is a teaching tool. It is just one step along the way. It's an important step for our kids and for kids who have not yet developed language this is where they're going to start. We've talked about this before with bubbles. Um, we know that bubbles can be very reinforcing to some of our kids on the spectrum. We don't want to, you know, say it's reinforcing for all of them, but a lot of kids love bubbles um, and they're cheap. I love me some bubbles, right? Uh, so you take the, the bubble wand out, you blow the bubble, you've got the child's attention. Then the, you know, the person who's helping to develop the language says, buh, 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 before they blow the bubbles, right? 
we're getting that ba-ba-ba sound out there and it works great because it's a great easy sound that a child can, can approximate. Um, and it's the same thing that the word bubble starts with, right? So it's brilliant. You blow the bubble and you're saying ba-ba-ba and then eventually you're encouraging the child to say the ba-ba-ba by waiting. You've built in this uh, experience with the child that they know that the ba-ba-ba comes and then the bubble gets blown. So you've said it, said it, said it, and then eventually you go like you're gonna make the sound and the child will sometimes put their mouth in that position, great. Now we gotta get the sound out, then they make the ba, 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 and as soon as they approximate it, you blow the bubble. They got a reward for echoing your sound and ev eventually you shape that up to bub and then bubble. Uh, of course the child is not gonna say perfect bubble, but if they say ba, Great, we blow the bubbles and we work to get closer and closer to that bubble sound. That is just the beginning of building language. Start.